0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. If Ford doesn't change, Tesla is going to crush it. That's essentially the message that Ford CEO Jim Farley delivered to 20,000 of the company's employees in a virtual town hall meeting. The Detroit Free Press got a hold of a copy of the presentation, and here are the highlights. Farley pointed out that if Ford wanted to have a trillion-dollar market cap, its stock would have to trade at $250 a share. Instead, it's at $18. He pointed out how easy it is to buy a Tesla. Thanks to very little complexity, it only takes three or four clicks to configure a vehicle and place an order. He talked about how Tesla maximizes the use of every single electron in the vehicle and is doing better than any other automaker. He talked about Tesla's obsession to improve the customer experience, To address quality based on data captured from the vehicle, and to reduce the bill of material based on how people actually use the vehicle. Those are just some of the highlights, and you can find more details in the link to the story that we've included in our transcript and description box. But here's our AutoLine Insight. Senior executives like Jim Farley at Ford and Herbert Diaz at Volkswagen are very aware of the threat that Tesla and other EV startups pose to their companies. They also know that many people in their companies don't believe in that threat. So they're laying out all the facts, even the ugly truth, to convince their people to unlearn 100 years of traditional automotive processes and learn to move much more quickly. Will they succeed? That remains to be seen. While most of the EV startups could fail, several traditional automakers are going to fail with them, and Farley and DS want to make sure their companies are not on that list. Speaking of Ford, it's mandating that most of its salaried workers in the U.S. be vaccinated against COVID-19 unless they have a religious or medical exemption, which they'll have to apply for. Employees have until December 8th. After that, they'll be put on unpaid leave for up to 30 days. None of this applies to hourly workers. While the UAW is encouraging workers to get vaccinated, the union opposes a mandate. And Ford isn't the only automaker in the U.S. to require vaccination. Mercedes-Benz USA is mandating salaried employees must be vaccinated by January 4th. And we expect almost every other automaker to follow suit. Hey, be sure to join us this afternoon for AutoLine After Hours when we have Dan Cook, the CEO of Lighten, coming on the show. That's the company that could have a significant battery breakthrough. Dave Tuttle, a research fellow from the University of Texas, and Christy Schweinsberg from Wards Intelligence will also be on the show. So join John and Gary for some of the best insights into what's going on in the automotive industry. Volkswagen continues to build out its ID family of electric vehicles. It revealed the all-new ID.5 and ID.5 GTX, which is the all-wheel drive model. You can think of these like a fastback version of the ID.4. But beyond the new roofline, they feature a new bumper design with less body color, fully painted door panels, and a spoiler off the rear to add to its coupe-like appearance. As you might expect, the interior, which is largely the same as the ID.4 as well, offers less room because of the more aggressive roof line. There's about 12 millimeters, or almost half an inch less headroom for backseat passengers. And luggage volume is rated at 549 liters, or 19.4 cubic feet. Power for the ID.5 is fed through a rear-mounted electric motor, while the GTX features a dual-motor setup. VW says all ID5s will have a large, long-range battery. And in the ID4, the large battery is a pack with 77 kilowatt hours of usable space. The EPA rates that model at a maximum of 260 miles, or 418 kilometers, and the GTX ID4 version at up to 249 miles, or 400 kilometers. With slightly better aerodynamics, we assume the ID5 should have more range, although that's not the case with the Audi e-tron and e-tron Sportback. Speaking of a family of electric vehicles, Hyundai is going to show off the next model in its Ioniq lineup at the LA Auto Show later this month. The concept, which it just calls 7, is a preview of the Ioniq 7, a larger battery electric SUV. There aren't a whole lot of details to go on at the moment, But based on previous teasers and its other ionic vehicles, the 7 looks like it's going to have an interesting shape for an SUV. Lexus is racing into SEMA with a lineup of cars that feature all the things you expect to see at SEMA. Big wheels with low profile tires, big brakes, big spoilers and wings, and heat treated exhaust tips for good measure. But it also revealed it's evolving its sporty F brand, Instead of just F-Sport and F, there will be four tiers. F-Sport Design, F-Sport Handling, F-Sport Performance, and F. F F-Sport Design will have sporty and unique styling. F-Sport Handling will build on design with sport-tuned suspension. F-Sport Performance continues to build on those other two and will include even more upgrades, including to the powertrain on some models. And lastly, F will be the creme de la creme of the brand with all the performance goodies possible. Hopefully, that wasn't too effing confusing for you. Lexus says there will be more details coming soon. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world, but will always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The Audi A8 is getting a slight refresh. The base of the grille is wider. The bumper is more sculpted and there's a corner element that cuts into the headlamp assembly. The lower air vents are more upright, with a chrome accent bar that curls around them, kind of like a handlebar mustache. There's some other minor changes as well, but one thing we find interesting is that Audi brought back the Horsch name for a super luxurious version exclusively for the Chinese market. Those four rings in Audi's logo represent the original four companies that merged to eventually become Audi, and Horsch is one of those four companies its first model launched in 1901. Jeep announced pricing for the all-new Grand Cherokee. It starts at just over $39,000, including destination charges for rear-wheel drive models with the V6 engine, while the top trim with 4x4 and the V8 costs nearly $30,000 more at about $68,500. Interestingly, Jeep is charging more for the two-row Grand Cherokee than the three-row Grand Cherokee L. Pricing for the L ranges from $38,700 to $67,000. Electric cars are easier to assemble than ICE cars, but they take longer to repair after they've been in an accident. That's according to CCC Intelligent Solutions. It says an ICE car that gets in an accident but is still drivable takes an average of 7.3 days to get repaired, but an EV takes 9.7 days. That's from the time the repair starts until it's completed. If an ICE car gets in an accident and is not drivable, it takes an average of 14.2 days to fix, while an EV takes 23 and a half days. Parts and labor currently cost more when fixing EVs because of their electrical complexity and it takes technicians longer to figure out what's going wrong. But as more EVs are on the road, the tech's learning curve is expected to improve, and those EVs should get fixed faster. But that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, Over-the-Air Engineering, Boost Your Game, Scheffler, We Pioneer Motion, and by Magna.